Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Last weekend I was out with some friends and I met a guy named Gary who was in a long distance relationship. He had spent 15 years in long term relationships and now he's in a two year long distance relationship. And the woman that he's dating makes more money than he does and lives in the United States. And he's up here in Canada. Over the entire two year period he's only seen her a handful of times in real life and they plan on seeing each other over the next few weeks. She's going to come up here so they can spend some time together. And I told him that he should meet her with some of his friends and family when she comes up, so that way he can have a second or third set of eyeballs to get a second or third opinion about her. All of my friends sitting with us at that table during that night agreed that this would be the way to go. But something about the story he told me about her didn't seem to add up, and it got my spidey senses tingling. She's about five years younger than him and owns many expensive vehicles, an expensive house, and has a high-paying career. She's also extremely successful by conventional standards of wealth, but he doesn't match up to her earnings potential and wealth, and she's offering to invite him down to live in the States with him in order to get his green card. My suspicion is that he's part of her male harem, and he doesn't even know it. And although he reiterated that they spend their evenings talking to one another over the phone about equally... I'm not so sure, and I don't believe this. He could be one part of a greater gaggle of guys that she has on her roster. I could easily be wrong, but I see that it's very hard to have a functioning long-distance relationship without sex, affection, and close proximity. She works surrounded by wealthy and powerful men all around her, and yet she's in a long-distance relationship with him. How many stories have we heard about soldiers returning home only to find the women they were with with other men? And even Terrence Pop over at Redonculus.com says that over 90% of the men that he went to Iraq with were divorced after they got home from their tours. One of my favorite movies of all time is called The Thin Red Line, and it's where a soldier goes to fight in the Pacific Theater and leaves the love of his life back home in America. You can only imagine what kind of trouble his wife gets into while he's away fighting the Japanese. The woman that Gary's dating in this relationship seems too good to be true on so many levels that it's sickening. This, however, is the power of love. It blinds good men from seeing that women are capable of being liars and actors. And guess what his long-distance lover does for a living? She's a lawyer. And in the United States, you have to be a great actor to be a successful lawyer. So she could be lying to him while keeping a straight face, and he wouldn't even know it. After our discussion, he had a lot to think about. I even told him about my YouTube channel, and if he finds this video, I hope he sees it as a warning that not everything adds up in this particular scenario. The warning sirens are going off in my head, and they should be going off in yours as well, if you're watching. The tragic thing about a blue pill man in a long-distance relationship is that they're not getting sex. You're not getting physical closeness, and you're not able to gauge the behavior of your partner because you don't see them on a day-to-day -day basis. In my early 20s, I was in a long-distance relationship with a girl about a three-hour drive from my house. We were together for about one year, and only saw each other about ten times over that particular time. And from my experience, there's nothing worse than a long-distance relationship. Back then, I had to use phone cards to call her, 
and when we did see each other, it was about being sexually active with one another, instead of focusing on other things. Long-distance relationships suck for everyone, and I don't know anyone who ever wanted to be in one. I would rather be single than in this type of relationship. But most long-distance relationships don't work, because people eventually look elsewhere for sexual gratification, and in this case, Gary's girlfriend might be doing the same thing. There's only so long before you're in a long-distance relationship and give up on sexual intimacy. In the long-distance relationship I was in, I decided to end it after spending three consecutive days with her. It was great spending all of that time with her, but it made me really angry and sad at the same time, because I started to think about being in an emotional roller coaster. And when I got home, I told her a few days later that I couldn't do this anymore because it was making me an emotional basket case, and I couldn't deal with it anymore. That's when she went psychotic and started saying that she was going to kill herself and drown herself in a local pond that we spent some time around. That's when I realized I was doing the right thing, because she was emotionally unstable, and I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't spent the time with her that I did in person. When you're in a long-distance relationship, you can't really read another person's body language over the phone, and you can't look them in the eye. You can't keep track of what they're really doing on an everyday basis. So there's more chances for infidelity, lies, emotional manipulation, and other negative behaviors on both sides. And it's hard for you to know because you're in love with a storybook character instead of a real person. You see your partner as an ideal partner because you aren't there in front of her. And because you don't see them over long stretches of time, you fall in love, but it takes you that much longer to realize that the relationship is not worth your time. I find most relationships a complete waste of time, but long-distance relationships are even worse. You might actually be spending many years of your life learning that this person was not really who you think they are. Hanging out with Gary, I got the sense that he was living in a fantasy land, and that he didn't want to end the long-distance relationship he was in, and it was very difficult for him to even see or even think about ending it. I got a sense that he was projecting his fantasies on this woman as well. A fantasy of a relationship that didn't really exist, and a perfect woman that's there right behind the telephone. A dream world and a dream girl. He might as well be having a relationship with the female character from the film Her. And the look on Gary's face seemed a little bit delusional as I was telling him about this situation. And I got the feeling that he didn't want to hear what I had to say. And I also fear he's going to be a blue pill man for the rest of his life. But my advice to him was to go down there to the United States and live with this woman. Take six months off work and go down there and be with her. See if the relationship is going to work. Don't just hope that someday in the far off future you're going to meet and it's somehow magically going to work. Try it now before you waste your life, especially if you want a family. I know there's no way that Gary is going to listen to my red pill philosophy, so I was basically doing triage in a sense. I was at least trying to help him get out of a bad situation. That's what I suggest many of you guys do. If you can tell a friend or a colleague about a bad relationship that they're currently in before they get married to the wrong person, then do so. Plant the seeds of dissent in their minds. And if you know that swallowing the red pill will be too difficult for them, then at least protect them from situations that you deem potentially harmful. When I was in a long-distance relationship, the toughest part for me was never truly feeling satisfied with my partner. I started to forget what she looked like, and I started to think about other women that were physically closer to me, and felt that I was wasting potentially meaningful opportunities for a relationship elsewhere, instead of being with the one that I was currently with, in my imagination. If you guys have stories about being in long-distance relationships, and the torture and the anxiety and as well as the treachery that they bring, then please share your experiences here with everyone else. I'm also trying to think of additional things to say to Gary. I don't want him to suffer like this. Besides moving down there and trying to live with her in her own house, and getting to know her, there have to be other things that he can do. 
It's a 12-hour drive or a two-hour flight just to see each other. And I just don't understand why people get into these types of relationships in the first place when the world is full of so many other people. Are they really desperate enough to fall for this type of behavior, or do they have low self-esteem? For me, I was 20 years old, and I think my self-esteem was really bad back then. And so I settled to be in a long-distance relationship, or nightmare in my case. Again, with Gary, there's no way that I'm going to make him take the red pill. He'll never do it. He loves being in love way too much, and we've all been there before. But he's approaching the age of 40, and I know that he wants a family, so he's going to have to figure out what to do sooner than later. On the plus side of the column, if he does go down there and gets married with her, at least he won't have to be on the hook for alimony, and she will probably have to pay some form of alimony or manimony, as the feminists and Anderson Cooper have often called it. I just don't know what to make of this situation. Hypergamy is supposed to go one way. Women are supposed to get together with men that have more money. But I'm increasingly seeing women with men that make less money than they do. And I'm beginning to think that the man drought is getting so bad out there that women are settling for a mirage. I'm hearing that in the United States, the number of eligible women compared to the number of eligible men is also out of whack. And that vastly more men than women are unemployed. So women might actually be happy that their man has a job in general, instead of being completely unemployed. What do you guys think? Is the economy in the United States as bad as I keep hearing? I'm running into many Americans coming up to Toronto, Canada to find work. And when they get up here, they realize that the number of people with college degrees is generally higher than in the United States. They thought that the American experience would help them land a job easier up here in Canada. But in reality, in some cases, it's actually making things far more difficult because many hiring managers and companies are biased against Americans. And they also think that Americans have too much attitude. I've always found that Americans have more self-esteem than Canadians and tend to talk less about the weather. As for Gary's girlfriend, she lives in the deep United States South. So maybe there's more to the story than we know. And I also have a feeling that she might be getting her Southern loving somewhere else. I have no idea. But what I do know is that Gary's situation sounds too good to be true, and it probably is. And the real tragedy is that he thinks that us red pill men are the ones that will be unhappy in the long run. But the reality is, at least we stopped believing in fairy tales like love a long time ago. Well, that does it for today's video. Thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.